<laughs> Welcome back to Waffle Free Storytelling. Oh, what a crazy weird week it's been. <laughs> and because the jibber jabber is at the end, thankfully, we can jump right into today's story, which is called Butterfly Wings. The first story. Now, you can imagine, I'm sure, that when the world first came into being, everything had a clear purpose, a reason for existing, a very specific role that made sense. The gods of the time <laughs> were immensely proud of their creation, and they took great pains to make sure it worked like the original well-oiled clock. Now, Manucci, he wasn't a god. He was what the gods liked to call a cog. He was just one of the many, many beings who did their part to make sure the world worked as it should. It was Monucci's job to move the clouds around the globe so that exactly the right amount of rain fell exactly in the right place to create the precise environment for the right things to grow. Well, normally Manucci was very good and dedicated to his job. But on this particular day, he was carrying a bank of thick, heavy, dark and rumbling clouds from the mountains to the valley when he noticed a flash of colour in the green below. Oh, he said, I'll just take a quick look. <laughs> so he took a peek over his shoulders to make sure the gods weren't watching. And then he dropped to the ground to see what he could see. And he was amazed. It was a butterfly, a small, exquisite creature battling and struggling to climb out of what looked to Minucci like a tightly bound web. He could see that the butterfly's wings were bright and big, but they seemed twisted and trapped. He watched as she pushed and shoved, but no matter how hard she struggled, the binds around her refused to budge. Let me help you. Manucci said, and as carefully as he could, he reached in and he pulled the web around the creature free and helped her out of her confinement. Well, at first she looked relieved, but when she stretched her wings and flapped them and tried to take off from the branch, she fell to the ground in a crumpled heap. Manucci stared in horror. This is not supposed to happen. She was supposed to fly and soar and be free. That is how the world worked. A rumble and a clap of thunder in the valley behind him reminded him that he had duties to attend to. But not wanting to leave the butterfly unprotected, he piled soft leaves around her, vowing he'd be back as soon as he could. Monucci was so distracted by what had happened that when he returned to that cloud, <laughs> he didn't let the rain loose. He just moved it all, full and bursting, to the next valley. As a result, twice as much rain fell in that place, causing a river to flood and break its banks. The water ran into a field and formed a small lake. Mortified by his complete loss of control, Manucci pulled himself together and did everything he could to make sure the rest of that day went exactly according to plan. And when he went back to his shelter, he did everything he could to avoid the guards who of course would demand an explanation for why the butterfly couldn't fly, why there was a lake where there shouldn't be one, and why one of the valleys hadn't been watered. 
Oh, wow. The next morning, long before the sun rose and his daily chores were due to begin, Manucci left his shelter and went back to the forest. The butterfly was still on the ground. Her wings were still weak and useless. She limped and hobbled and hid under the branches. Every step appeared to be a step in the right direction, but every flap of her wings was a struggle. Watching her battle and climb out from under the leaves, Manucci reached down. Let me help you, he said, and he lifted the butterfly out from under the leaves. For a moment, she looked relieved that the weight had been lifted. But after a few steps, she slumped and she sagged, too weak to go on. By now, the colours on her wings had faded from brilliant and bright to dull and grey, and Manucci could hardly bring himself to look at her pain. But what could he do? He had to get back to work. So again, he promised he'd be back and rushed to his station to move the clouds to where they were supposed to be. But no sooner had he put them above a wide, deep valley than he heard the butterfly cry out in pain. Manucci couldn't help himself. He left the clouds where they were and ran back to the forest. There he found her on top of a rock. Her wings were stretched out to the sun, and she was beating them as if she was trying to fly. Let me help you, Manucci said again. But before he could touch her, the butterfly said, No! For me to fly, my wings must be strong. They will never be strong if you keep lifting me up. Those words forced Manucci to stop and step back, giving the butterfly space. Her anguish cut into his heart. Her pain was like a needle in his soul. He watched her battle and fight until slowly... Step by step, she pushed so much raw power into her wings that they unfolded. The violets and the reds and the greeds and the bright yellows flooded through her veins. With every shimmer of her wings, the sun shone brighter. With every beat, the earth heaved and shook. And every time she rose into the air, Manucci felt the entire globe rock on its axis. <laughs> He yelled, and he whooped, and he bellowed, and he clapped his hands like thunder. You're almost there, he cheered. You've got this. And with a final flare, the butterfly's wings stretched to their fullest reach, and she soared into the bright blue sky, higher and higher than Munuchi ever imagined was possible. As he watched her, he laughed and he cried, and every ounce of pain he had felt in his heart soared with her. Until, that is, the rumbling in the valley behind him brought him back to his senses. He had left the clouds unattended, and the rain was still falling. As fast as his body could carry him, he ran back to the valley, and he didn't stop until he came to the edge of a body of water that should not have been there. Never in his life had he seen so much water in one place. It wasn't like the small lake he had created by mistake the day before. This body of water filled the valley. It buried the mountains, and it stretched as far as he could see. 
With terror in his heart, his imagination showed him how angry the gods would be and how quickly they would turn him to dust. How could they not? Instead of a green valley flowing with wild flowers and fruit, there were wild and unpredictable rolling waves that chewed into mountainsides, turning boulders into grains of sand. He needed time. He needed time to fix this. He needed to hide his mistake from the gods long enough for things to return to how they should be. Using all of his magic, he created a bank of clouds that shrouded the world. They were thick and dark and full of water, so much so that no matter what he did, the rain still fell and the rivers continued to flow and soon a network of water covered the earth. Where the land was curved, deep lakes were born, and where it was flat, the water seeped into the soil, changing the nature of all the things that grew there. Creatures who used to walk began to swim, and those who tried to fly were waterlogged and forced back to the earth, including his butterfly, his beautiful, brave, powerful butterfly who had battled and struggled and fought. There was nothing else Manucci could do. The sun, he said, whatever the cost to me, the sun must shine. And in a blink, Manucci evaporated the clouds that were hiding his mistake from the gods and let the sun shine through. In a moment, the waters were calm, the rain stopped, the mists over the forest vanished and the creatures of the world turned to the warmth and took a breath. Not because of the dazzling light or the clear blue sky, but because rising high above the forest with wings bright and powerful, delicate and strong beyond imagining, that butterfly soared into the light for all to see. <laughs> the gods were at once amazed and abhorred. The butterfly was a thing of profound beauty. But what, what had happened to their creation? They turned to Minucci and demanded an explanation. What happened? They said, how did this happen? Manucci shook his head. In the beginning, he said, a butterfly flapped her wings. <laughs> ah, there you go. I love origin stories. They're fun. They're fun and silly. You can do anything with them. So, ah, I don't know. There you go. There's another take on how the world came to be. But more important, how uh, people grow strong because they fight their own battles. They stand on their own feet. They find their own solutions. We can support and we can help all we like. But if we carry, we are not doing the people we love a service. So there you go. I don't know if that's the point of that story. <laughs> Ah, oh, gosh, in the meantime, hey, drop around to www.tinaconstant.com. Uh, drop around for a chat, join the fireside, enjoy the stories, and uh, hey, I'll see you next week for more weird, wild, and slightly insane shenanigans <laughs> from Waffle Free Storytelling. Bye-bye now.